You're listening to an audio message from The Well, a gospel-centered church family in Hastings, Nebraska that exists to grow disciples and glorify God. For more information, please visit www.thewellhastings.com. My name is Eric Bartos, um, and I have uh, been here at The Well for, what, seven-ish years? Um, man, and... and uh, and it's 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 awesome the uh, just the relationships uh, that's been built over that time. Friends have uh, seen what God has done through this group here, um, and and uh, so outside of, of being here, I uh, I weld I weld things. Um, been doing that for 24 years now. Um, the 11th of March it was 24 years. Um, so when you're welding things, your weldments, your parts, they, uh, they will, like sometimes they have imperfections, um, porosity, uh, uh, cold lap, incomplete fusion. Um, and, and sometimes some of those things are, are real evident. Um, sometimes the, the porosity holes are huge. You can see the, where the, the weld is kind of cracked or or something, and, and so it's, you, you can look at that part, and you can go, oh, that's bad. Um, <clears throat> one of the things that, uh, that I do, aside from the welding, is called uh, non-destructive testing, and it's where you take, uh, one, of, one of the testing methods we do is you take a dye, and uh, you, you, you saturate the part with this dye, and you let it set for a little bit, and then uh, after it sets, you wipe it off, and, uh, and then you spray this stuff, it's, it's called a developer. And uh, as you spray this developer on, it turns white. And it, it, if there's parts in there that are hidden, sometimes there's, part, uh, the, there's impurities, there's imperfections in the metal that aren't visible to the naked eye. And um, um, what that dye does, when you add that developer, it, it sucks that dye out of those, that porosity, those cracks, those, and it bleeds out, and it makes that stuff more evident. <clears throat> um, yeah, and so, and so at that point, then when, when you see those, you, uh, you, you, you remove the material, you grind, you maybe add some weld, and then you, you go back to the process again. You put the dye on it, clean it off, see if it bleeds up, right? And it's just, uh, it's, it can be time consuming, but um, as you're doing this, you go from this part that has these, these hidden deficiencies, defects, and when you're done, you, you, have, you have a good part. Um, <clears throat> so, that being said, I have these, uh, these two tiles up here. Um, you know, Paul, what is it? 2 Corinthians 4, he calls this tre- uh, treasures in jars of clay, right? So I have these ceramic tiles. You can see one of these tiles is, uh, um, is broken, right? Great big cracks. It has issues. It's evident, right? You can see that from back there where Andre is sitting. <coughs> the other tile here looks okay. I don't really, I don't see anything. I don't know. Taylor, can you see anything wrong with this from, from back there? No, right? Looks good. 
<coughs> to the uh, to the naked eye. So what I'm going to do? Oh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to show you. Things aren't always as they appear, right? Like it's very easy sometimes to uh, like in these in these these tiles, right? The correlate, like you can like you can see. Um, oh man, Matt, could you grab me the, those paper towels on that back? <laughs> I knew, I knew I was gonna forget something. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um. So, I'm going to add the dye, right, to this tile. Thank you, Matt. I'm going to add the dye to this tile. And we're going to let that sit for just a little bit. Like, and the correlation, and you're like, okay, what does that mean? To, what is that supposed to mean to me? Great, you got these tiles up there, one's broken, one's not. Like, you're talking about welding stuff, fine. But, but really, what, is that, what does that mean for me? The, the correlation with these tiles to us is, like, sometimes there's things in our lives that, that are very evident, right? There, there's places that we stumble. There's, 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 there's sin, um, right, in our lives. That's, that's, it's not hard to see, right? We, we, uh, um, we get angry, right? Boom, right? Broken tile, evident. What causes that anger? Mm, it's a little harder to see, right? Um, lie, cheat, and st steal, like, like that kind of stuff. Like, man, that's, that's very easy to see, but, but what, um, and what causes that? What in our heart causes that? And that's, that's where sometimes it, it looks fine on the outside, right? Can't see it. And then here, like, like there, there are sins in our lives, whether it's, uh, um, man, lust, um, cov you know, covet, want, jealousy, um, addiction, you know, whether that's drugs, pornography, whatever. Like, like, it's easy to hide that stuff. Like, standing up here, you're not going to be able to see if I'm struggling with something like that, right? I'm sorry, I'm <sighs> starting to stutter, and pretty soon I'm going to start rambling. But let's, like, some of that, like, like, it's, it's, it's hard to see that stuff. It's, it's for, for people around us to see that stuff. It's easy to, easiest for us to hide. And, um, yeah. So, this better work or I'm in trouble. Sometimes a picture is worth a thousand words, right? And some, so sometimes that stuff, like the root cause of some of that big stuff that's easy to see, or some of those secret sins, right, the stuff that we indulge ourselves in or whatever that, that, that isn't really visible to those, like... As I'm sitting there doing this testing at work, one day it was just like, oh my gosh, 
This is God's word, right? This is what, uh, this is what God's word does. It, uh, man, when we, when we sit down and we're searching the scriptures, right, like, like, it, that's what, that's through the work of the Holy Spirit, that's, like, it's pointing these out to it, that, like, some of those things that aren't, that aren't visible necessarily, that it's, it's bringing those things to light, it's bringing those things to the surface. <clears throat> And as that developer starts to dry, it leaves this white powdery kind of film. And as you can see as it's drying, that there is a crack running down through the middle of that tile. It's not very visible to the naked eye from where you guys are sitting, but, but as, as it's tested, you can see you can, you can see it has issues too, right? And this is, uh, this is what the Holy Spirit does as we, as we spend time in God's word. Like, like this is, this, he's going to make this stuff more evident to us, right? <laughs> so, right? That's probably the best thing I got. I could probably stop and just walk out now. <laughs> All right? All right? Let's be honest. Um, listen, I'm, I'm just kidding. Wouldn't you, what would you guys do if I just like... <laughs> 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 All right. sit, sit, <laughs> sitting in here, you hear the car start and just drive off. Oh. But, like, right, this is what... Uh, Man, you, look, you can see it, and as the time progresses, it, it, gets, it gets bigger, right? This little, itty, bitty, tiny, um, um, almost invisible crack from where you guys are sitting back there, like, like as, it's, as, as this uh, dye um, saturates that crack, that developer is applied, and look, it's just going to keep drawing out. Um, let's... So I'm going to, if you guys, I'm, I don't have, I'm not fancy, I don't have slides, I don't have PowerPoint. If you guys have your device or a Bible with you, um, man, if you would open up to, to Hebrews, right? To Hebrews. And uh, we're going to be, specifically, we're going to be looking at uh, Hebrews 4, uh, 12. And, and, uh, yeah, let's pray real quick. How about that? Let's pray. Hey, uh, Father, um, man, is is thank you for for bringing us all together here for 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 gathering us here today. Um, man, thank you for for your word. Thank you, uh, you know what uh, 
just and thank you for your spirit. Thank you uh, for the <coughs> conviction that that brings. Um, Lord, I just pray that, uh, that you are glorified today. Um, yeah, just pray that, uh, that what we do here and say today here just it, uh, brings honor and glory to you. Father, we love you. Amen. All right. Um, specifically, Hebrews 4, 12. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Um, and if you back up a little bit, so, so in, the end, in the end of uh, Hebrews 3 and through he, in, in Hebrews 4, um, and Paul, as he's writing this, he's writing to, uh, to Christians, Hebrew Christians, that, uh, that are probably uh, facing like intense persecution, right? They're struggling. Maybe they're second-guessing their Christian faith. Um, maybe they're flirting. They're kind of sitting on the fence between Christianity and stepping back, going back to Judaism, right? Or, or, or some kind of intermingling of, of, of that. And, uh, and, and Paul, here in, in, uh, in 3 and 4, he, he's, he's imploring these people, these readers, or the, the readers, that, um, and he's like, if you hear God's voice, don't harden your hearts, right? Today, if you... If you hear his hearts, do not harden your heart. If you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. Right? Again, he says, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. In seven. Um, and, and that's, like, he's, he's, he's making the comparison to these guys' ancestors, right? When, when, because of their disbelief, their rebellion, their disobedience, um, they were made to wander, right, for 40 years, not entering in to, to uh, the land that, that God had, had chosen for them. And uh, so he's, he's making that comparison here. Um, and, and, and so when you say today, if you hear his voice, what do you, what do you mean? Like, like one of the ways that we experience God vo- God's voice is through the revelation of his written word, Right? And, and that's, where, that's where kind of where this comes in, right? The, the, uh, the discerning and the intentions of the heart. Like, it's through God's word, through, um, you know, we, we go to God's word, we search it. God's, the, you know, God's spirit speaks to us and, and, okay, I'm getting off here. Can't do that. <laughs> right? So the word of God is alive and active, sharper than a two-edged sword, discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. First, we see that it's, it's living and active. God's word just, it's not a collection of uh, stories. It's not, it's not just a historical document. It's not just, it's not a, a list of burdensome uh, rules to follow, right? From this angry and upset father, right? It's not that. It's, it's living. It's life-giving. Man, it's, 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 through, it's through God's word, read, preached, and experienced through, uh, through the, the witness, the, the lives of other people, that uh, we come to know Christ. 
right? We were created to glorify God, to worship Him. And it's, it's, it's in the framework of God's Word, it's within the framework of God's Word, that, uh, man, that, that, we can, that we can truly become who we're meant to be, right? Um, we find safety there. Now, how many, how many of you guys like to fish? There we go, right? Now, I, talking about this, being able to be who we're meant to be, right? Like, I like to fish. I love to fish. Um, and when you're sitting in a pond, you can think about those fish in that pond, right? You're like, man, you could, in one aspect, you can feel bad for them. They're trapped, right? They have boundaries. You know, they're stuck where they're at. Um, but in reality, right, if I, was, if I caught a fish, reeled him in, and just threw him on the bank and was like, okay, be free, what's going to happen? He's going to die. It's not, what he, it's not where he was meant to be. It's within, it's within the boundaries of those waters that he's swimming around doing his thing, living his best life, right? And that's, <laughs> and that's, and that's, that's what God's word is, right? It's not just, it's not just these arduous rules, right? Lists and regulations. Like, like it's, it's in this that, that, that we find our safety. That, 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 that we, all these things are, that are competing for our, for our heart's attention, right? Um, those idols. Like, like, we find the medicine for that in God's word, right? <coughs> And it's active. Um, it's living, it's active. As we spend time in God's Word, the Holy Spirit is, is shaping us, it's molding us, it's sanding off those rough edges, um, shaping us, right? Into those creations that, that we're supposed to be. He's sanctifying us. It is sharper. And then we see it. The, the word is, is sharper than, it, than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of the soul and the spirit, the joints and the marrow. Man, like, like this is where old man, new man kind of thing, right? When you run in, when you have a run-in with Jesus, right, you can't, you're not the same. It, 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 it blows up. Our, uh, our worldly ideologies. We're a new creation. It, uh, it brings our worldly wisdom, our knowledge, what we think, it, just, it brings that to shame. Um, 1 Corinthians 3, 19 through 21, uh, says, for, for the wisdom of this world is folly with God. For it is written, He catches the wise in craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise, and they are futile. So let no one boast in man, for all things are yours. It's, you know, the, um, the Word of God is, it's countercultural. We are no longer serving ourselves. And, uh, man, we are just constantly reminded that this is not our home. We now live with the hope of heaven. And, uh, and it's something more than what this world has to offer. It, it, it draws that, that dividing line there, Right? This is what I once was. This is what I once was living for. This is, 
this is where I, this is what I am now. <coughs> Excuse me. And it, it three it, it it discerns and then and then it goes on and it says it discerns the thoughts and intentions of our hearts. Um, a great reformer named John Calvin said that uh, man's nature is a perpetual factory of idols. Right? Uh, Jeremiah 17, 9 through 10, says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick who can understand it. I, the Lord, search the heart and test the mind to give every man according to the fruit of his deeds. And then in Mark 7, 20 through 23, and he said, this is Jesus, what comes out of a person is what defiles, the man, is what defiles him. From within, out of the heart of man, come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. Right? Wow, what a list. All these things, all these evil things come from within. They defile a person. Man, we... Uh, we chase, we chase, we chase comfort, we chase status, um, man, relationships, pleasure, material things. And it's, and it's, it's God's word, it's God, see, that's, that's this stuff, that's, that's, that's that hidden stuff, man, that, that we're looking for. You can see how that's just continuing, and I'm sitting here rambling, just how that thing's continuing to bleed out. Um, and, and it's, it's, as we go into God's word, it's, it's, it's his word, it's, it's his spirit working um, through that, that's, that's bringing these wants, needs, and desires, right, out to the surface. Excuse me. That he turns our hearts of stone, it's Ezekiel, right, where he says, I'll take your heart of stone. And put it in your heart of flesh, right? Turn it into a heart of flesh. Man, we're, we're, able to, we're able to see our sin clearly for what it is. Man, and, and, and how do we do that? When, 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 once we see that, like, like what do we do? Are we seeking repentance? Are we seeking Jesus? Man, we get caught in selling ourselves out to this to these, to these wants, these desires, this, this sin, the, to the lies that Satan tells us. And we, we just, we chase these things we can't get enough of. We're trying to, there's this, there's this, you know, I think everybody's probably heard this, like there's this Jesus-sized hole in our heart, right, that we're always trying to plug stuff, stuff into. And just nothing, nothing is able to fill it. The truth is, man, when we talk about comfort, and when we, when, we, when we talk about status, when we, like, like the truth, Jesus gave up his place in heaven to, uh, to die this, this humiliating, excruciating death. He, uh, he paid our debt, purchased us out of slavery with his shed blood so that we can stand in front of our Father justified, right? That, uh, and, and have a promise, of, a promise of a home in heaven that is eternal. 
not, uh, not fleeting like the things of this world. And so, like, You know, so when we when we uh, as we see this again, I'm going to ask, like, what are we doing as as these things are brought up to mind, right? Brought out into the light. You know, like, I'm going to, I got this whole Bible up here. And I'm, and in the front of this Bible, a friend of mine wrote this. This is a time in, time in my life I really didn't understand what any, like, I could really care less about anything to do with the things of God, right? Said, Eric, I give you this Bible, I give this Bible to you because you're a man of God. A man of God is a man of honor. A man of honor must got, grow in God. He can only grow with the word of God. God told me to give you this Bible because he's going to raise you up to be his man of honor. You know what I did with this when he gave this to me? Put it back in the box, chucked it in the back of the closet. Right? Um, and there it sat, right? So, you know, 14, 14 years ago now, um, 14 years ago now, uh, my, my first wife, we had two, our oldest two kids at home, right? We, uh, we, and we were young, stupid, selfish, right? And um, and she had left, and I don't say that as a knock on her because if she was packing the bags and I was the one holding the door for her, right? And uh, and uh, and so I'm sitting there at home one night, and the oldest two kids are asleep in bed, and man, my wheels are just spinning, right? And uh, you know, hadn't been to church years. Right, and and I remember this Bible sitting in the back of that closet, right? And I, I, I mean, and it was like to the back at the bottom, like I sifting through, tearing everything out, I find this, and man, I, you know, I sat there, opened this thing up, and I just started reading, right? I just started reading. And uh, I didn't fall asleep with this thing in my lap, right? And uh, just could not, could not get enough. Um, I don't know. And I, I guess one, there's a spot in Scripture here that just through that, like, I'm going to go to it. Patrick, man, if you want to come up and start doing your little... Your strummy thing here, so we can. 
<laughs> Sorry, I forgot to, I, beforehand, I forgot to give him a cue or something to watch for, right? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't do this enough. Um, it's, it's painfully obvious. I'm sure that I don't do this enough. But, uh, but, but, but listen, listen. So as, as, I'm, as, I'm, as I'm combing through this Bible, right? Um, Psalm 51, right? David's prayer of repentance after Nathan comes to him and it's like, what, you know, what if you have all these sheep and you take this one guy's sheep that he loves so much, and, right? Nathan's got his bony little finger in, in David's face, right? <clears throat> right? This is, this is David's prayer of repentance right here, right? This is his, this psalm of repentance. Have mercy on me, O God, according to the steadfast love and according to your abundant mercy. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you and you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so that you may be justified in your words and blameless in your judgment. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, you delight in the truth and the inward being, and you teach me wisdom in the secret heart. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I, will, and I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have broken rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all of my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and hold me with the willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners will return to you. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God. O God of my salvation, and my tongue will sing aloud of your righteousness. So Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. For you will not delight in sacrifice, or I would give it. You will not be pleased with a burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O oh God, will you not despise. Do good design and your good pleasure. Build up the walls of Jerusalem. Then will you delight in right sacrifices and burnt offerings. And whole burnt offerings, the bulls will be offered at your honor altar. Um, Man, I like that stuck. That that psalm right there stuck out to me. Um, like, man, it. Uh, and I like this thing. If I was to throw this down on the ground, like like this would probably open up to that psalm, right? Um, man, take time to uh, praying through that psalm. Man, will wreck you, right? Uh, Yeah, God's word, right? I guess so. So as as we're just some things to think about, right? What has God's word been saying to you, right? And if if you haven't been seeking God's word, right? If he's been if it's if he's felt silent, I encourage you to do that, right? What is what is there anything today that uh, that anything in your heart today that is hard towards God? Right? 
you hear his voice, right, don't harden your heart. Um, right, what, uh, what decisions, if any, do you need to make today? Right? And I just, uh, man, is there, is there something that, uh, that, that uh, need to ask forgiveness for, right? And we, 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 yeah. And it, we're going to, uh, we're going to, we're going to move now into communion, right? That, uh, communion, and that, uh, that, that, that excruciating, painful death that I talked about, right? Jesus up on that cross, right? Despised by man. Like, like he's, like he's, at, at this point, he's on the cross. He is the ultimate outcast, right? Um, he's hated by us. God can't look on him because of his sin. He's nailed to that cross. Like, it's heavy. Um, and as we're coming, as we come to communion, this is this is what we're remembering right here, right? Um, it's because of that. Because of that. That sacrifice, right? He went willing to that, willingly to that cross. Like, like we are. Like I said earlier, it's through that shed blood, right? That that uh, that act that, that we are we are purchased. We we no longer have to we no longer have to uh, uh, give ourselves over to that stuff that 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 this this worldly stuff, right? That we're seeking. Um, we have we have freedom, but yet we keep trying to. Grow that. But I don't know. I'm gonna start rambling here, so I'm gonna just stop. Okay. Um, Communion. We're going to have a couple people come around with the juice and the bread, right? The juice is, is symbolizing Jesus' blood, right? His shed blood. The, the, the bread is symbolizing his body, his broken body, right? As, 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 as they're coming around and they're giving you these elements. And that, uh, that, I just, that psalm we read at the end, right? And that's, that's how we should approach God, right? Like, man, I just encourage you, I mean, pray together at the table, right? Uh, with your family, like, I don't know. Thank God for that sacrifice, right? Um, man, you, you don't have to be a member here to take communion. All we ask is that... Uh, is that uh, you're a believer, right? We don't want you to do something that, that's meaningless, right? That, that's just a just show. So, uh, and I'd, I'd, I'm going to ask you guys to stand, and uh, I'm going to pray and get out of here, and uh, then the worship team will come up, and somebody, the ladies will come around and give the elements. Hey, uh, Lord, um, 
just uh, we love you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the uh, for the work that uh, that you do in our lives through that. Um, Father, it's it's your it's your love letter to us, right? Um, yeah, we just we love you so much, and uh, you are so good to us, even though we don't deserve it, right? Uh, yeah, thank you. Amen. You're listening to an audio message from The Well, a gospel-centered church family in Hastings, Nebraska that exists to grow disciples and glorify God. For more information, please visit www.thewellhastings.com.